What if you could pinpoint these key concepts that you could teach your child, that you could layer into the conversations as you're getting ready in the morning, as you're driving to school, driving to sports? What kind of impact could that have on the life of your child long-term? When instead of listening to everything everyone has to say around them, they knew what God's Word said of who God is, how would that change things? Welcome to our Snapshot series, where we are going to be taking these core ideas of who God is, different attributes of God, and we're going to be learning them in a way that we can speak them into the lives of our children, both now and every day moving forward for the rest of our lives. Our God is wise. He is wise. This is goes beyond even what we've already talked about, that our God is omniscient. And remember, we talked about that on the day that we were talking about His sovereignty. We were talking about the fact that He is in His sovereignty. He is omnipotent, omnipresent, and omniscient. And that omniscient piece is this idea that God is all-knowing. That's what omniscience means. But more than just being omniscient, our God is wise. In Romans 11, verse 33, Paul writes this. He says, Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor? Or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. God is not just all-knowing, meaning he knows everything about everything, which in and of itself can be very comforting to our children, that God knows everything. But his wisdom means that in his knowing, he also uses his knowledge perfectly. And this becomes an important point to talk about with our children. And maybe for you is an important point that you have not thought about. You see, Paul in this passage is reflecting on the depths of God's wisdom and his knowledge. That it's beyond any comparison that we can have here on earth. We can't search it out and fully understand it. We can't scrutinize all of his ways and see all the ways things interact and intersect the way God does. And we are not the ones who bring counsel to God. And we're not the ones who, you know, do do something so great for God that he would have to repay us. That's what Paul is saying in this passage. Because it's from him and through him and to him are all things. And then Paul ends this thing, this passage by saying, praise him, all glory to him. And so for, for us, when we are walking in the idea, our God is wise. He knows everything about every part of our lives. Everything. Every way that interactions come into our world, go out from our world, the ways things now will be set up for later to meet or to do or to go or to be. He knows all of it. 
And in his wisdom, he uses that knowledge perfectly on our behalf. Nothing escapes his attention. You see, for most of our kids, and maybe for us too, we can be fooled into thinking that God's not paying attention to me. He's not really noticing every part of what's happening with me. And for some of us, we think about that and it's because we want to get away with something, right? So we kind of fool ourselves or we believe the lie. He's nobody's paying attention, but God is, he knows. But then also in the moments of despair, in the moments of discouragement, the moments of feeling alone and hearing the drumbeat from the enemy that says you're alone, nobody cares, nobody wants to know you, nobody's listening to you, nobody's interested in you. God is. Because in his omniscience, he knows everything about you. And in his wisdom, he is absolutely engaged with you perfectly. And remember from yesterday, he's pursuing you with that wisdom. You see, he is guiding and wants to guide our hearts. He wants to be the guide of our lives. He wants our posture to be, and I love what Mike Donahue from 10th Avenue North has said, where he says, it's not asking God, God, what is your will for my life? But instead it's flipping it and going, God, what, what is my life for your will? Like, I want to bend. I just want to be inside of your wisdom. I just want to know that you are leading me. We can rest when we understand he has perfect insight and he will perfectly be working out his insight with our surrendered hearts. God is wise and his wisdom makes him trustworthy. His wisdom shows us that he's interested. His wisdom works on our behalf for our good and his glory. His wisdom gives us hope because in his wisdom, he has been working on our behalf from the beginning of time through his son, Jesus, walking with us now in the Holy Spirit that he plants inside of us. Why? So that he can speak wisdom to us and teach us to be wise. So when we're working and walking with our kids and they're wrestling with not knowing next steps or feeling very abandoned, feeling very much like God's not paying attention because that happens. Our kids will feel like God is not paying attention to them because the enemy would love to convince them of that. We can walk with them in this place that says there is great depth to the wisdom of God. And his judgments and his ways are beyond our understanding. And we can worship him there. And in that posture of worship, that wisdom begins to work. Our God is wise. Thanks for joining me today on Snapshots of Who God Is. Make sure you get on the newsletter so that you get not just 
today's truth, but the truths for this entire week, we send them out on a weekly basis so that you have them where you can keep them in front of you, keep them in your Bible, where you can learn them both for yourself and for your child.